Abdurashid Hassan Pazari managed to escape the night armed bandits stormed the metropolitan of Pazari local government in Kasana state at around 10 p.m. Minutes after they left, they saw something like a dead body on the ground, unknown to him and his friends. It was Abdurashid's father, shot dead by the bandits. There and then, he started crying. 18th of May 2021 is a day the people of Bazaru town will forever live to remember. They were a mother with her eight-month-old baby, who is battling pneumonia, were abducted and marched into the forest. A day where Abdul Rashid will for the rest of his life not see his father again for the first time ever. A day where Abdul Qadir Shiloh's entire eight children, wife and mother, were abducted. It was a nightmare for the people of Basari local government. This attack according to security experts says it is the says it is the first of its kind which is an indication that these bandits are growing in terms of boldness and audacity in extending their territorial attacking patterns from remote villages to metropolitan areas Bello and his five children came from Gorondusi to find a safe haven in Bazari town as refugees. His five children, Zainab the eldest, Muhammad Rabia Koub and his wife Marwa were abducted that night. Umar Tukur Galadima narrowly escaped but his wife and eight-month-old baby battling pneumonia were abducted. As at the time of abduction, the baby was not wearing even a pampas, come to think of him wearing a pant or a cloth. Abdul Qadir Yellow narrated how he escaped. According to him, he, his escape was a miracle. Unfortunately, his entire eight children, wife and mother, all abducted. A week later, victims began receiving calls from the bandits demanding over $365,000, equivalent of 150 million naira, for the release of their families. With little attention from the government and stakeholders with regards to victims' condition, Network for Justice, a non-governmental organization in Katsina, which part of its mandate cut across human rights abuses, assisting victims of banditry with stipends, payments of hospital bills, documentation and collection of data of affected communities, they have been to the front lines areas. 
They have been to the frontline areas affected by banditry, according to Yushao Abubakar. They are working towards collaboration with experts that will deal with the mental trauma through redemption reorientation. Abubakar was not at home when the attack occurred, but his wife was shot in the leg. With the high increase in with the increase in number of displaced communities around Kasina State, victims are migrating to places seeking to find a safe haven. That safe haven is no more safe. 99% of these victims live in remote villages. Their occupation is farming. Now they cannot now. They can no longer go to farm. With no farming, they can't have what to eat. In the absence of what to eat, they will starve either to death, resort to begging, or commit crimes that will lead to increases. That will lead to increase of social vices and infrastructural and infrastructural congestion. As victims leave their communities, bandits expand their territorial domination. Inasmuch as banditry exists, migration, migration, migration is inevitable, which has a global implication in terms of high influx of refugees in search of safe haven across Nigeria, safe countries around Africa. Europe and the United States. The only solution, according to Abubakar Ibrahim, a security expert, says, the security approach to curb banditry and terrorism is wrong. Jamil Mobai, reporting from Katsina, Northwestern Nigeria.